Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Jeremiah chapters 38 through 41. Let's hop along on our rabbit trails. Today, we will read two incidences in which high officials are sitting at gates. It is important to note that these gates were often where official business took place. Kings would hear cases, pass judgment, make decrees, etc. We see first that the king is sitting at the Benjamin gate. This is where Jeremiah was put into stocks. He was likely there to conduct business, but considering that the city was under siege at the time, many scholars speculate that he was there to annoy the enemy as well. Later, we'll see Babylonian officials sitting at the middle gate after the city has been taken. One commentator noted that this was akin to an enemy conquering the United States and immediately going to sit in the Oval Office. And that's as close to talking politics as we will get in this group. We're also going to see a few mentions of cisterns in this passage today. I found a great link if you want to get a better feel of what they most likely would have looked like and a good description of them. Checking this out will definitely help you to visualize our readings better. Disclaimer, I know nothing of this site or their doctrinal bent, and I haven't checked out any of their other content. Test everything, of course. We begin our reading with some princes, which are politicians of their time, speaking further against Jeremiah. One of the pastures mentioned is likely the one who had Jeremiah put in the stocks. They beseech the king to have him put to death, and the king either cannot or will not stand up to them. And so, he delivers Jeremiah to them to do with as they will. This is where you need to have clicked that link above to see what a cistern looked like, because it changes the scene in our mind considerably. They lower him into a cistern, while he remains until he is near death, and then he is removed after a eunuch pleads on his behalf to the king. I love this next passage. The king sends for him and asks him secretly for a word from Yahweh. Notice that he begins by acknowledging who Yahweh is. Jeremiah replies, If I tell you you're just going to kill me and you won't listen anyway. That's Jeremiah 38, 15, but that is also my paraphrase of that. (laughs) Y'all, when someone shows you who they are, it is okay to believe them the first time. Sure, people repent lives turn around. But in our modern world, more often than not, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, guess what? It's a duck. We see here that showing mercy and forgiveness to others does not mean we have to lay down and be their doormat. It is okay to recognize evil for what it is and refuse to accommodate it. However, we see Jeremiah relent, and in Jeremiah thirty-eight twenty, he pleads, Please obey the voice of Yahweh. But nope. Old stiff neck knows better than everyone can't be told nothing and keeps on keeping on, ignoring the word he himself pleaded for only moments earlier. We see an awful ending for this king in Jeremiah 39.7 as prophecy is fulfilled when he loses his eyes. Yahweh had told Ezekiel regarding Zedekiah shortly before the fall of Jerusalem. I will bring him to Babylon, to the land of the Chaldeans, yet he shall not see it. 
though he shall die there. That's Ezekiel 12, 13. Later in chapter 39, Jeremiah is shown grace and has favor in the eyes of Nebuchadnezzar. Moving on to 41, Ishmael was bad news. And Gedaliah had been warned, but apparently he didn't believe it. As we read of Ishmael dining at his table, which is generally a sign of trust. Oh well, we see how that ends in Jeremiah 41 verses 1 through 3. Again, it is okay not to welcome everyone into your home. In Jeremiah 41 verses 4 through 5, you see the word make special note that the men who came had their beards shaved, their clothes torn, and they had cut themselves. These are all signs of mourning. These were followers of Yahweh and were most likely in mourning for the destruction of their city. They had come to make sacrifices to him. However, cutting oneself is a sign of mourning that was explicitly forbidden in Yahweh's laws. See Deuteronomy 14.1. By today's standards, two out of three ain't bad, but should our goal be to slide by according to today's standards? Jeremiah 41 verses 6 through 7, Ishmael goes out to meet them, making a big show of weeping and pretending to be mourning himself, and then proceeds to kill most of them. This man is bad news. Later, we see he is so evil, even his own men abandon him at the first opportunity. But from our reading today, it appears he himself escapes. What jumped out at you today? Have you ever seen a cistern such as the one we read about? I know many of you have actually been to Israel. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation, but it is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.